All right, everybody, welcome to Unscripted One-on-One -on -one from my basement, uh, soon-to-be studios over at the Junction in Old Hilliard uh, sometime in April. Uh, just put this together on the fly, but I have a guest with me today, Mr. Ben Tanner. Ben, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, and we will uh, we will go from there. Sounds good. Hey, I'm Ben Tanner. I, um, I play guitar, I recorded music, and I also have a website about learning how to play the guitar and also like reviews um, gear and stuff like that. Um, uh, learning guitar and things like that today. So awesome. Yeah. Well, and we connected because it's a very small world. So I think it was just an email and then there was an email back and forth a little bit. And I said, why don't you come on? So um, I am a, a hack <laughs> when it comes to the guitar. Anybody that's <laughs> ever, I don't go out professionally and play or anything. So, but everybody probably knows, anybody that listens to this regularly knows that I have a guitar. That doesn't mean I can play said guitar, but I do have one and uh, I enjoy it. Um, it's actually a very, um, it's a good uh, release for me uh, at times. And I like to see if I can figure out how to play certain songs and those kind of things. But I am by no means good. And we were talking a little bit offline, but um, I figure by the end of this podcast, I should know how to play bar chords and finger picks. So no pressure on you, Ben, but that's that's my expectation before we're, we're done. So <laughs> not really. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess we could do a little mini lesson if you wanted to or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's great to have you on. And I want to talk about the website. So uh, we were starting to talk offline. Why don't you go ahead and tell your story? Tell us about guitar. Like, just when did you get started? Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, so um, it Yeah, so it's been about 20 years since I started playing guitar, um, and uh, it was, it, coincidentally, it was literally the day I graduated from high school. Um, I had taken piano lessons as a kid, so I knew a little bit about music, but I'd never played guitar before, and so I went to my friend's graduation party, and he had a guitar, and he had a chord chart on the wall, so I kind of knew what chords I wanted to play just based on my musical background. I was like, oh, okay, if I can find these three or four chords, it'll probably sound good. Um, and so I picked up his guitar. I kind of saw how to play those three or four chords, I think. Um, and I kind of started doing it. And then I started making up a song. And so it all just kind of came together pretty quickly, I guess, because I had that background. But um, then since then, um, you know, I've played a lot and I've gradually gotten better. I'm certainly not a virtuoso. I'm not that person you'd see in a in a concert like yeah so I, I wouldn't be making your face melt in a concert or anything um, but um, but I would say that I've uh, not only have I gradually gotten better but I've had some pretty cool experiences because I've done a lot of performing not only in talent shows but some like bigger events especially when I was in college and also ended up recording an album um, and which that was also when I was in college and it was mostly me, but also a couple of my roommates and it turned out pretty well. And so to this day, I haven't really recorded like a follow-up album, but have, we have one like pretty good one that we made back in the day. So, wow. Um, and then more recently, um, I, I thought I had some, some stuff that would be useful to share online. So I, I made a website about how, how to learn how to play the guitar and then, it also kind of reviews some, you know, gear of like helping people find the right guitar for them and, and things like that. So that's kind of my story in a nutshell. 
Very cool. So, um, and a lot of questions that, that came out of that. So first of all, what were the four chords you learned? G, <laughs> it had to be G. I'm going to guess G, C, D, and E minor. Well, that's the funny thing. So those, that's, those would be the four if you were just uh, trying to think of like four easy chords on a guitar. Or the four but, that I can play. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. But I, since I had played the piano previously, I was thinking like a piano player. Yeah, so like the easiest uh, chords um, to play on the guitar um, would be the ones you mentioned, the G, C, D, and E minor. <laughs> right. Um, but uh, since I came from a piano background, um, for me, the, the easiest way to play is to play in the key of C, um, which is just all the white keys and you wouldn't play any of the black keys. So, so I started with the C chord and then I went to actually F, G and A minor in some order. Yeah. Um, so the, the hard part about that is because it includes one uh, chord. chord yes uh, which is f and so that was kind of hard to do like from at the very start <laughs> yeah when i was first learning but the other three are pretty easy so it was like i'd have that one that didn't sound quite as good and then i'd play the other three <laughs> kind of thing and honestly i mean I, I don't know how many guitar you know professionals are listening or or if anyone's listening um but i know that that's that's always what trips me up is the the bar chords you know the the what is it b minor and an f those two get me every time so if i look at some tab you know if i pull off a something off the internet and i see some tab and i see an f i move on to the next song because i don't think i could do it. now i do i i'm getting there and i'm sure if i practice religiously like i you know really really wanted to I, i'm sure you could get there eventually but if you if you started with a bar chord then that i gotta imagine that opened up a whole new world for you well, that's true. Yeah. So I immediately, I mean, not immediately, but like pretty quickly figured out that if I could play the F chord, which kind of mm -hmm. looks like that, right. then I could slide my hand up and down and kind of play infinite other chords basically with that. And like you mentioned the B or B minor. So there's like a couple key positions and then you can slide those ones up and down. Yeah. So a quick, quick tip for you, since you mentioned how, like, uh, if you see an F, you kind of uh, shy away from the song. So I, I don't know if this will make sense just describing it, but um, there's kind of two ways that you can play the F more easily. Okay. And one of them is you just take your index finger and you kind of just only push down the bottom two strings um, at the very bottom. And then the rest of your fingers are in the same position. So you don't have to do the whole bar. You just do it like at the bottom. But okay. even, easier, even easier than that is if you just do what's called like a, a power chord. Mm -hmm. So you're basically you're only playing the strings at the top, um, which are like the biggest strings at the very top. So you, you could do like three strings. And so you just you only press one string down with your index finger and then you use your pinky finger and your ring finger to press down two other strings. So three total strings. And then when you strum, you kind of only hit those top strings. So it sounds a little lower um, like it's because it's just kind of the bass notes, but it, that's the F chord. And then you can slide up and down really easily. All right, well, I'm here for easy. So that, that actually is very helpful. And I might try that later tonight because I, um, I, I just, it, the F chord is one that I just hate. <laughs> so yeah, that, yeah, that is very helpful. So, um, all right. So then, so then you, you, you know, you learned that and then you went on your thing. Do you, you have a full-time job, I assume that, and then this is just a hobby or is this your full-time job? So I had a full-time job until recently. Um, it's actually, it's been about one year now. So I work in the emergency room as what's called a physician assistant or okay. PA. Mm -hmm. um, 
so similar to a doctor, just our, our education is a little different, but we kind of do mostly the same thing. Um, and so I did that full-time since 2014. And then a year ago, I switched to part-time. So I'm still doing it. I just, I don't do it as often. So now I'm spending a little bit more time, uh, like building up the website and things like that. And so just kind of mixing and matching. And it's been a weird time to switch to working part-time because of course, then there was the pandemic. And then right. I was like, just kind of at home doing my thing most of the time. Right. <laughs> but yeah, so that's, that's what I'm up to. Yep. So completely off the off the topic did you were you pulled in quite a bit because of the pandemic or no because of your role right so that's a common question and i think it depended on what part of the country you were in and things like that right so in las vegas as soon as they started doing where they were like closing all the businesses and stuff they also kind of closed down travel and so usually we have all these tourists and then they all went away mm, right <laughs> and and they also closed the businesses so people were staying home more and stuff like that so mostly that meant that we had fewer patients in the mm. ER, um, at least in the middle of last year. And then it's kind of been up and down since then. I think a lot of people have kind of started new habits where they just don't go to the hospital as much. Right, right. <laughs> at least temporarily, you know. So mm. overall, there's actually been less work for part-time people like me, um, as opposed to like getting pulled in for all these crazy shifts when it's super busy. So I'm sure if I was in New York city or something, it right. would have been different, but right. that's how it was for me. Did you get your vaccine shot? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good. So you, you have both of them then? Yeah. So um, it kind of, it was kind of serendipitous because I got an email from our director in mid December saying, you know, if you're interested, just write back. And I said, yeah, but I'm part-time. So I don't need to be first on the list. But he just added me to the list, I guess. And then somebody called me a couple of days later. So I got my first shot before Christmas and my second one, um, like a week after New Year's. Well, I mean, for those reasons, for being on the front line for us, thank you, first of all. And second of all, I'm glad you, you've got the vaccine because it's important. For, it's very important. Sure. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm um, glad you I mean, got I that. feel a little funny uh, when people say like, oh, you know, thanks for working on the front lines because just because I don't work as often anymore. <laughs> yeah, but even even five minutes isn't more than most of us do. So, you know, I mean, and, that, and, and I think we all appreciate the past year, anyone that's put themselves in that position. Um, and really, you guys were the front lines. You know, you were you were facing this pandemic, whether it was part time, quarter time, full time. You're still putting yourself in 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 harm's way, for lack of a better term, with the pandemic. So thank you for that. Because and it shouldn't just be you know uh, cast aside. You put yourself. Most of us are staying home with a mask on and a hazmat suit, and you're out there helping people. So for that, thank you. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah, and and I'd certainly kind of a weight off my shoulders to to have the vaccine because yeah. now I I feel more comfortable when there's you know the 95% chance that I'm immune basically more or right. less right for sure for sure okay so back to the website so you've had some time on your hands and honestly that's why I had uh, I had a, a country song teacher uh, a good friend a friend of mine I wouldn't say good friend but a friend of mine that I've uh, come to know through the podcast um, I had him on because uh, he's got a great YouTube channel and, I, you know, again, back to the pandemic, a lot of us were sitting home with nothing to do. And so I think either people went out and bought a guitar, maybe they got one for Christmas, or they dusted off one that's been in their storage area, because we all needed something to do. Um, so for people like myself, what, uh, what does the site offer? Gotcha. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's certainly a work in progress. But um, some of the for some of the examples of stuff we've got on there is 
Um, I've got a list of um, like some of the best places you can find free online guitar lessons. Um, and so I think that's a really good starting point for a lot of people because it's just like, you know, how do I learn? And it's a mixture of some different websites and YouTube channels and things, but for free without spending any money, you can, you can learn a ton, you know, for, uh, obviously you need a guitar, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> but right. uh, in terms of like the, the lessons and the instruction, and then I have other articles that answer common questions and things like that. And a couple other like tutorials about how to strum the guitar different ways and, and stuff like that. Um, there are also some uh, reviews of like, um, like what guitar you might want to buy for your kid or for a certain style of music or like acoustic versus electric and, and things like that. Um, so might might have some helpful information as well about like, you know, what kind of guitar to buy if you don't already have one. So maybe like you, you've got one in, I think he's, you know, in your closet or wherever it is. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of what I have so far and it's, it's a work in progress. So I'm planning to do a lot more over the course of this year. Very cool. And what, what's, what's the driver behind that for you? Is it, you just want to share that gift that, uh, that you've experienced or what, what, what drives you to, to start the website? Uh, it's certainly a combination of things. So I like music really has added a lot of, you know, richness to my mm -hmm. life. And I've really enjoyed being able to be creative with, um, you know, improvising on the guitar or making up a song or learning some song, you know, that somebody else wrote, but then usually you add your own flavor to it. Right. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of like creativity, which I think is very kind of stimulating for mentally and emotionally and so forth. And so I did want to spend more time talking about that and kind of sharing it with other people. Um, you know, I, I can make money from the website mm -hmm. as well, because sure. some of the like the products that we review, like if, if people click on a link and then end up buying something, then we can get a tiny percentage of, of like what they spend. And so that can potentially add up and kind of make it worth our while um, in the long run. But mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's also a topic that I, I kind of love talking about as well. You mentioned an album. Is that on Spotify and Apple and those kind of things? So where people can go hear it? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's on, it's on uh, Spotify um, and it's also on YouTube um, in that um, like it was uh, some years ago, I added it to a website called CD Baby. And that was, a, was kind of, they had, they facilitated getting it onto iTunes and stuff. So I think it's still on iTunes. I don't check every day or anything, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um but they also kind of automatically uploaded all the songs just as audio to YouTube. Um, and so I made a playlist out of that as well that I sometimes share with people. Um, so it's in a few different places. Yeah. What's the name of the band if I was looking for it? Um, so it's kind of silly. Uh, so the name is Cows Never Die. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, as and soon then, as you kind of got that smile on your face and says kind of silly, I didn't know where we were going to go. So Cows never die is, is much better than some of the things that ran through my mind. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. That's like the, the group, the group name. And then the album is called she usually wears mittens. <laughs> Perfect. Um, and that, that's related to one of the songs. Uh, the first song. So we got cows never die and she usually wears mittens. Right. What, what kind of, what kind of genre am I looking for when I, when I click play, what am I going to hear? Yeah. So, um, so a couple comparisons first, I guess. Okay, um, yeah, perfect. Uh, so you, I don't know if you're familiar with Flight of the Concords. Um, <laughs> no, okay. So the, uh, yeah. Um, no, I'm not. So from, 
I'm no, not. okay. So they're from <laughs> New Zealand. Okay. Um, and they did some albums and some concerts. And later on, they got famous through movies. Like one of them wrote some of the music in Moana and one of them wrote some music for a Muppet movie that won a Grammy um, or, or an Oscar or something. Anyway, so they're a comedy folk group. Okay. Um, yeah, so uh, so they like, they've done a lot of different things. They're hilarious if you want to check them out, Flight of the Concords. But another comparison is um, if people hear me sing, they often say, oh, you you sound like the guy from Bare Naked Ladies. Okay, so, all right. So when you said comedy folk group, I, I my first thought was, okay, is that like Bare Naked Ladies? Because I know they're pretty funny, and but the, yet they're, it's catchy. So, okay, so are we thinking like Bare Naked Ladies? Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> Cows never well, die? Um, so... So I, I mentioned those two because you got the comedy aspect and you, and there's some a slight similarity in the sound. And because Bare Naked Ladies was mostly acoustic, they weren't really yes. like heavy rock. Okay. Um, so, but uh, so we got we got some of that. So we got like similar vocals, some harmonies, mostly acoustic rock or or more. Listening to this, we've we've had some technical issues. So if it's at all splotchy, and it's blame me because I'm the guy editing it. But, uh, <laughs> but there's some good stuff here. So Probably so my internet. Action, yeah. <laughs> so sort of like the bare naked ladies but not um some comedy some folk some acoustic i think is what what we got out of that so bottom line is go check it out right it's like driving by a restaurant and you don't know what's inside so we just gotta we gotta go find yeah, yeah. cows never die and and give it a try and, and who knows man maybe it'll end up being a soundtrack for unscripted one day <laughs> no. All right. back to guitars so um do you play more than just acoustic or you just play acoustic so I, mo I usually play acoustic. Um, the guitar that I just grab when I want to fiddle around is it has nylon strings. So it's kind okay. of a classical guitar. Mm -hmm. It's just because it's easier to play the nylon right. string, um, just easy on my fingers and mm -hmm. stuff. Um, I also have an electric guitar. I looked over there because that's where it is in the corner. Um, <laughs> and uh, and I, I don't use it that often just because it takes a little longer to set up and stuff. I mean, five minutes. Is, right. Or less, but um, <laughs> but usually I'm happy enough to just grab the acoustic and, and play around with that. All right. So and and you may be giving away some of the website stuff. So if it is, just say look at my site. But um, what is your favorite brand? I'm I'm a Takamini guy because Garth Brooks plays it. So what what's your favorite brand? Gotcha. Yeah, you know it's kind of ironic because you know in some of the like reviews and stuff we do talk about like brands but historically like I never paid that much attention to what brand of guitar I was using mm -hmm. um, I kind of didn't care I wasn't one of those people who was like oh I gotta have the best guitar from the best brand I would just play it and see if it felt good or or whatever um, but I mean there's certainly I I like um, some of the ones that I've that I've used that friends have that are like a little more expensive a little more high-end so yeah like whether it's uh, certainly Gibson is mm -hmm. one of them. Um, and uh, I'm, there's another one I'm drawing a blank on. I'll let you know if I think of it in a second. Taylor. But um, yeah, actually, Taylor is one of those. Like my, because my roommate in college had a nice Taylor guitar. Yeah. And so yeah. I, I enjoyed playing that. Um, so that's kind of the higher end. And then my own guitars are honestly not like particularly high end, so to speak. Mm -hmm. um, I'm meaning to like buy another one, but I, I have two. So I guess I have enough for the moment <laughs> right you know but but i think they become yours and i the first one i ever bought and and this is i'm interested to see your feedback 
the first one I ever bought was a it was a Yamaha. And you have to help me. Is it, is it Epiphany or Epiphone? Oh, that's funny. You know, um, <laughs> I would say Epiphone, okay. but I guess I don't know if there's an official, you know, All answer. Right. All right. Well, we'll call it Epiphone. And I'm sure some guitar guy just drove off the road listening to this, like, like guitar <laughs> yeah, guys exactly. listen to my show. But, but anyway, um, but no, I, I never knew if it was an Epiphany or an Epiphone and I'm not bright enough to know. But either way, that was my first guitar. I got it like some used guitar shop. I think I paid a hundred bucks uh-huh. for it. And I was just banging away on that thing. And I thought I was starting to feel real good about myself. And then one day, a friend of mine, to your point, I think he brought over, maybe he had a Yamaha or something. And, you know, the neck was completely different. And he, he sits yeah. down. So then I, I borrow it for a second. And I'm like, all right, I got to upgrade. Because, <laughs> you know, I think you, so that's my question is, I think for anybody starting out, you know, you get those $100 guitar packages, which are great. They come with a CD and a bag and, a, you know, a gig bag, a, a guitar. There might be a tuner in there. You know, they throw all that stuff in a bundle. That's okay, right? I mean, it's a good place to start. But and my question, I think, for you is, is do you reach a point where your $100 guitar, you, you're going to cap out and you, get, you, you can't really tell anymore if you're getting better and it's a $100 guitar or if you need to, you know what I'm saying, or if you're just not getting better. Does that make sense? Yeah. Does that make any sense at all? <laughs> sure, sure. Okay. So I guess a couple a couple of suggestions for beginners. Um, like you said, I mean, you can you can go get that package deal with the guitar and some picks and whatever. Yeah. Um, but I, I think comfort's really important. Right. Um, so it's not always the most expensive guitar that's going to feel the most comfortable. There's just like a few key things that go into that. Um, so mainly it's um, the type of strings, mm-hmm. the action, yes. which is how high like the strings are from the fretboard, like how far you have to push them down. Right. Um, those are the main two. And then kind of the type of guitar, like acoustic versus electric as well. So I think for most people, it's a little frustrating if you get a guitar and it's like pretty hard to push the strings down at the beginning. Right. Um, so, so the two the two ways to deal with that one is you could consider getting either an electric guitar or a classical nylon string guitar. Yes. Because in both cases, it's a lot easier to push the strings down. So I think if you've never gotten a guitar before, you should definitely go to a store and just and just try it out. Like just learn two chords or something, so you can just try it on several guitars and kind of mm-hmm. see what it feels like. Um, but yeah, like the type of strings and the type of guitar. Um, it's, it's quite a bit harder if you get like the full blown steel strings from the very start versus the nylon or like the thinner strings that are on an electric guitar. And then number two, I mentioned the action. So the action on a lot of guitars is actually adjustable. Um, you you may or may not be able to do it yourself. I actually, I've never done it myself, but if you take it to a shop, I think it's called a luthier. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but like Mm -hmm. a, a guitar technician, um, can kind of adjust that up and down to comfort because you don't want it to be too high because it's awkward, like I said, but you don't want it to be way too low because then it's going to buzz more when it hits the wrong little frets and stuff. Yeah. So to find the right balance on the guitar action is the other, the other thing. And is it, and I, I don't know my terminology perfectly, but isn't it called, is it like the, the, the nut or something like that? That's a lot of times it's underneath the, the fretboard right inside the hole for some of them, but some of them it's up at the top, right? The neck, it's at the top of the, the head of the guitar has that little, I know the yeah, one I first so got a, had that, but I, I don't know. Right. There's a, a rod yeah. um, that can, can kind of adjust the tension in the yeah. whole um, like neck or fretboard. Yeah. Um, and so by doing that, it, it kind of moves it a little bit. So that's part of it. Um, 
yeah exactly. and a good guitar shop will do that for you i know guitar center last i saw they were chapter 13 so i don't know if they're still going to be around but if oh. if they are um i know they'll do that i think they even do it for free for you when you buy your first guitar they'll they'll kind of do that and maybe i'm speaking out of school for them because they might charge for it but i know they do it they you know they got their little kickstand thing that they put it on and they kind of help you out and get it really set up and i think that is critical because when you're first met you know it's a you could be playing the highest level martin or taylor that they have and stout sound terrible because you just don't know how to play them yet but i think you do reach a point where you're playing it right, but your guitar is not helping you out at all. Like you said, the action's too high or the strings. There's a lot that goes into it that people don't realize. Yeah. And um, like a lot of people complain that like their fingers hurt. Yes. And <laughs> right. Right. And that's exactly like those are the solutions. Um, it's so it's called a truss rod, actually, just that's to it. fill in. So a truss rod, that's the one that you can kind of use to adjust the action. So some guitars have adjustable ones and some don't. So, but anyway, yeah, like if your fingers are hurting, it like the nylon strings can help or lowering the action can help or like the main things, yeah. I know I, it was like a victory the day that I got calluses and they, and they really got hard enough to where, because for some people that's, a, you know, I didn't start with that and I had no idea what I was doing. So I just kept working away, working away. And my fingers started to get calluses on those key, key fingers. And it was actually helpful because then it became easier to press those keys with those fingers. But now they have new strings that you can try that you don't have to go through that process. But I know I celebrated the day. Like, I'm like, look at brain, I got calluses. <laughs> look at, look at my fingers. Yeah, yeah. I remember that like 20 years ago. And, right. and it was because, I mean, you literally like lose the feeling in the very tip yes. of your finger a little bit. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So like, and it's been that way ever since, like, I kind of never, I, I don't usually even think about it. I'm, you're probably the same way, but yeah, it's like it's my left hand and I'm right-handed and whatever, but, but yeah, <laughs> it's kind of funny how that works. Yeah. You celebrate that day. So do you have a YouTube channel or social medias as well? Like Instagram and, and, and Twitter and those kind of things that you utilize, or is it just the website? So mo I, technically I do, but I haven't really done anything with them yet. Like the twitter and facebook and youtube um so it's pretty much just the website um for now um i'll probably start doing more with the other stuff later i mean i have i've probably tweeted like 10 times and i don't have very many followers on twitter yet <laughs> so it's probably not really worth checking out yet but so i would just yeah i'd go to the website okay and if there's a um question that somebody has not do you do requests, but if somebody's got a question, you know, they're, they're beginning, they're learning and they have a question for you. Do you have like a forum or a contact page that they can get to you through or how is that, how's that for work sure. on the website? Yeah. Yeah. So on the website, there's a contact page has a contact form. I think it's strummingly.com slash contact, but there's a link bottom. There's a contact link. Um, you can go fill out a contact form. If you have any questions or anything for me that be more than glad to field those. And then my email address is, is pretty easy as well. It's just Ben, B-E-N at strummingly.com. Um, and then on the website, uh, there's a search function if you just wanna like look for something specific that's on the top right. But also that's uh, on the menu, it's just divided up into like the learning resources for just to kind of teach you how to play. And then the stuff related to like equipment, like best guitar for kids or, or what have you. Okay. Awesome. Well, there's been a lot here to go through. I'll have all this in the website um, and, and the links below it. 
uh, certainly the cows never die link on Spotify. I will find <laughs> that. I promise you I'll find that. And uh, we will get that up. And she wears mittens. Um, the, the, the record hit, we, she wears mittens. So no, it's all good. Right, right. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, it's a Friday night. So I'm probably going to go listen to that and have that on this weekend and uh, give you guys some, some listens. Um, but no, this is good. So uh, one, one last freebie for the audience. Um, and again, this is unscripted. So, you know, I haven't talked. One last freebie for the audience. And, and if you say go to my website, that's fine too. But um, one last freebie. What, how do you finger pick? <laughs> Cause I can't do that how, either. How do you finger pick? What's okay. like, is, is there, so you gave me, you gave me my bar cord. I'm going to go try that later. Um, uh-huh. How do I finger pick? And I need the, I need the cliff notes version. <laughs> Not like, I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to go like, I don't want to practice it. I just want to be able to go do it. So how do I finger pick? Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, all right. So the way I actually learned finger picking from a book. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> um, but it, it explains one technique that I found pretty easy. Um, it might have a, a name, like I'm not always an expert on these things. Like it's probably similar to what they call Travis picking or something, but but don't quote me on that because right, again, that's not like that's We're not my fine. thing is like knowing all the different names for it. It's, it's but uh, but uh, <laughs> but anyway, it's basically you just use your thumb and your index finger, and I can okay. demonstrate it if you want. But uh, you just use your thumb and index finger, and your thumb's kind of just hitting like the top bass note and then the one below it, kind of okay. alternating, and then your index finger is kind of hitting like the the lowest note. I mean, mean the physically the lowest technically it's the highest pitch or whatever it's just hitting that bottom note a uh, bottom string i should say okay. um and then kind of hitting the bottom one and then the one above it so you're just kind of alternating between the two okay do you want me to grab my guitar and just show you what it looks like absolutely why not this will be a, a, an unscripted first so i'm going to talk while okay. you can go get your guitar uh, i'm going to talk while people are, are on the road uh if you're watching this you can see ben is going to grab his guitar right now if you're listening uh, he's on his way back right now. He's got his guitar in hand and you're going to learn to finger pick right here on unscripted. It's an unscripted first. So I'll just show you a really easy finger pick. Uh, okay. let, me, let me change the angle here. There we go. So anybody listening on the podcast, you got to go to the video and watch it. And okay. So take it so away, Ben. <laughs> hopefully it's in tune. So here's like a C chord that we talked about earlier. So my my thumb, or let's do G just because it's easier to demonstrate. So it might be slightly different than I explained it. So I'm just hitting the top two string, I mean the top string and the bottom string first. Okay. And then I'm just alternating the there's these other two strings, which are the the G and the B. Okay. I'm just going duh, duh, duh. So it's just those three notes in between. So just okay. Go. So this is the simple version, All right. and then you could go a little further and do something like. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So anyway, then I was I'm like messing ready, up. Yeah. But, but uh, so that's Very just cool. like the really easy, and then the slightly more. So if you start with the easy one, and then eventually once you get comfortable, you work your way up. Perfect. And... <laughs> All right, so that was a uh, unscripted first, uh, including technical issues. All good. We're gonna test my te- my editing skills on this episode for sure. But that was an unscripted first. We had a live guitar lesson, finger picking, one hundred and one, 
awesome. <laughs> <This is awesome. laughs> yeah, so what you're gonna get, that right? kind of made sense. I know it was a yeah. little choppy, but also uh, maybe hard to explain if someone was just listening or anything. Perfect. No, I, but actually, it sounded wonderful. So <laughs> if I need a background, uh, you know, soundtrack for unscripted, I, I know who to call because that honestly, it was very peaceful. And it was uh, it sounded awesome. I can't do finger picking. So I'm going to go try that too. So I'm going to try my new bar chords and my finger picking. And that's all the kind of stuff that you can get on your website. Is that correct? Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. And those are nylon strings. Just, you know, since you said it sounded kind of peaceful, they're more mellow. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if anybody want to, wants to check out the website, that's great. And, you know, like I said, if they have a question about anything, they, they can reach out. I'd be happy to, happy to talk to people more. Awesome. So what's the best way we can support you for anybody listening? How can we best support you? Just go to the website. Yeah, you know, I guess in terms of 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 this whole topic, um, that's that's probably the best thing. But um, also, I mean, check out the album. That's kind of that might be kind of fun. Um, and you know, uh, so we'll make sure you have a link to at least one of the places where people can listen to that. And then, you know, if they have any thoughts about it or want to uh, give any feedback, I'd love to hear it. There you go. And we have your email address. So your email address, the website a link to cows never die she wears mittens will be on the website as well everything <laughs> will be there they can find you there uh email you there as well and thanks this was fun um thanks for reaching out it's it's such a small world and you just never know what an email is going to lead to so I, I appreciate your time tonight i've learned some things i'm going to go practice those and uh, i look forward to going to the site and find out even more and um, and besides that, thank you too. Again, I know um, we kind of made light of it, but thank you for for serving in the on the front lines during a pandemic. Regardless of how much hours you were there, that's um, that you know we're all very grateful um, for for those that were doing that. Appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And my my pleasure talking with you. Thanks for taking the time. Enjoyed it. Very cool. All right. Well, I will be in touch via email. Um, I will get this up soon. So thanks for your time. Everybody go check out the uh, check out the website and uh, we'll definitely go check out the album as well. Sounds good. Good luck to you. Thank you very much, Ben. Have a good night. Thanks. All, All right. right. You too. Bye bye.